Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Sunday, everyone. Yes, Sunday. And welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast. And of course, where else can we start but with game day? We brought you all the action on the TalkSport network from another sensational day of football. And if you think I'm lying, thinking, oh, no, you didn't. Well, here's your proof. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I mean that. Anywhere else. The fans are back, 54,000 of them, and we are doing this live on TalkSport. Trent Alexander-Arnold, lovely point to Marley. Right-footed body under the goalkeeper, and that should seal all three points for Liverpool. A brilliant executed finish by Sadio Mane. It may only be the first home game of the season. It may be a win over Burnley, but so much has been missed by these loyal Red fans. They are determined not to miss an opportunity to celebrate this team. Over to the Leeds fans. Making a right old racket into the box. The heads go up, drops to the far post. Cooper sees it up for Rafinha! away by Watford and here's Mope Neil Mope doubles the lead for Brighton two goals in two games for the French striker but it was a catastrophe at the back for Watford Now Liverpool opened the day with a comfortable victory over Sean Dyche's Burnley and as much as I hate to say it it did sound good having a full house back at Anfield the big boss at the cop Jurgen Klopp, not Klopp, says the fans were integral to the victory. It was a really hard game today for us for, for different reasons. So it's uh, the first home game. We were all so excited. We were so looking forward to it. But then in the end, that changed the whole the whole mindset. All of a sudden, there's pressure which we didn't have before. So you want to you want to be good. You want to desperately to be good and all this kind of stuff. So you could see it, it was a really intense game for for the team from that point of view. But of course, because of Burnley as well. So we needed each voice, each positive thought today to get through it. But. The boys, obviously, a good game. You never have a good atmosphere in a stadium when the game is average um, or worse. And it's difficult to play a great game when the atmosphere is bad. So we usually have here this kind of close connection that if we are good, the crowd is outstanding. And if you are not good, they try to help us to get better. And today we were good. Jack Grealish opened his Man City account as Pep Guardiola's side romped, hammered, tonked. Norwich 5-0. Former Villa striker Gabby Agbonhor gave his reaction on game day. Your verdict to that, as well as Danny Ings' incredible overhead kick for Villa in their win over Newcastle. 
Oh, I'll be interested in a goal at the Etihad here at Villa Park and let's find out why let's go to the Etihad Mickey Gray well we did search for that second goal Adrian we thought we had it but we definitely have now and it was that man on his home debut Jack Grealish the 100 million pound man I think he just offers something different the way he can get on the ball dribble he can commit defenders when they've got De Bruyne Foden back as well imagine the options they've got imagine how they can rotate their teams everyone's fresh you know, he might not play every week, so he's going to get a rest that he wouldn't have got at Aston Villa. He's going to be fresher in games. And he proved today, yes, people might say it was um, a tapping, but he would never have been in that position. Probably Aston Villa, you know, he probably would have been out wide waiting for it. So he's going to score them tappings like Sterling does. He's going to get in the box more. And um, I think he can, he can help them win the title. Does he help them win the Champions League? 100%. I mean, you know, if Manchester City missed out in the Champions League last season... They've spent the majority of their budget on Jack Grealish. You're spending 100 million to improve your side, and 100%, I think you can. You can add that different style to the attack. You know, they've got Kevin De Bruyne, Foden, but what Jack can do with the ball, the, the way he can drop the shoulder and um, commit defenders. Imagine the space he's going to make for Mares in games, for Sterling, for um, Kevin De Bruyne. Now he's playing a false nine. I think he can definitely add to that Manchester City side to win the league and Champions League. In the last minute of time added on at the end of the first half Danny Ings with his back to goal an overhead kick absolutely wonderful into the back of the net I've loved watching Ings injuries have cost him you know places in England squad and stuff but on his day he's one of the best finishers in the Premier League very clever he can play a number 10 role and when Watkins is fit I mean that front line's going to be outstanding and Watkins is the guaranteed starter no matter if Ings is scoring every game so Dean Smith will find a way to fit them both in that's Brendier on the left. If that's Ings behind Watkins and number 10, he'll get them both in the side and they're going to cause a lot of teams problems. And when Villa needed him today, um, a stalemate first half, not many chances. He comes up with that worldy goal and that's what you pay the money for. That's why when someone's got a year left on the contract, you pay 30 million for them because you want them goals now. You don't want to wait a season. So great signing and um, I'm sure he'll continue to score goals for Aston Villa. Now, Ellen Road was full for a Premier League game for the first time in 17 years. And what a game to welcome back the fans as Rafina came to the rescue to snatch a point against Everton. We'll hear from the Leeds captain, Liam Cooper, in just a moment. But first, here's how the game sounded over on TalkSport 2. Whistle's been blown by Darren England and we're off and running at Ellen Road on TalkSport 2. Cross to the far post, Calvert-Lewin, was he being held by Cooper? Well, the referee penalty. says no. He's going to go and have a look. I will be amazed if he doesn't give this as a penalty. I will be amazed. And he's done the VAR sign. It is a penalty to Everton. Calvert-Lewin waits for the whistle, which is blown, steps up and fires it into the bottom corner. Emphatic finish from Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Absolutely no chance. Brilliant penalty from Calvert-Lewin. Brilliantly collected by Bamford. Flicks it inside. Matthias Klick! Leeds United won! Everton won! Dan, to be fair, it's no more than Leeds deserve. Damari Gray inside the area. Angles tight. Drives it in! What a goal, Damari Gray! Excellent finish from Damari Gray. His left foot drops to the far post. Cooper sees it up for Rafinha! Ball into the box. Bamford can't get away from Mina. Drops for Harrison at the edge of the box. Bamford tries to slide it home from 
what a game. Loved every second of it. It's finished. Leeds United 2, Everton 2. I think Leeds might have just edged it, but you have to say, what entertainment for a 2-2 draw. Great game, great game to be involved in. Um, two teams going at it uh, on the whole. I think it was the better team. And uh, the team pushing for the win at the end. Um, I reckon another 5-10 minutes would have, would have got that um, would have got that goal and, and sent our, our fans home even happier. But... We'll take a point against a good side and we'll move on. Uh, much better than last week and um, plenty of positives to take and a lot to work on. Yeah, just a good game and um, we'll take the point, but I think we, we deserve three, to be honest. Yeah, the evening kickoff saw another win for Graham Harry Potter and his Brighton side. They beat Watford 2-0 and the Seagulls boss spoke to Tuxport after the game. There goes the full-time whistle. Bringing an end to what's been a fantastic evening for these Brighton supporters. Well, they only won back-to-back games twice last season. We're only two games into the new campaign. They've done that already. Also, the first time ever they've won their first two top-flight matches in the season. Shane Duffy, the most popular goal scorer, heading the Seagulls in front from a gross corner on 10 minutes. Neil Mopé clinching the points three minutes before half-time with his second goal as many games after Watford have been caught playing out from the back. The Hornets did improve in the second half, but the Brighton defence held firm, full-time at a joyous Amex. It is Brighton 2, Watford 0. Three points, um, a good performance, uh, two nice goals, clean sheet. There's um, a lot to enjoy about that. I think we had to, when we had to dig in, we did. We played good football. We tried to control their attacks because they're so dangerous on the on the on the counter attack. I think we restricted them certainly first half and not too much. Second half they're throwing bodies on lots of attacking players and then it's harder to control. But like I said, when we had to defend the box, we did. First time that Brighton have ever won both of their first two games in a in a top flight season. Were you aware of that before the game and how satisfied does that make you? I was not aware at all, um, but of course it's satisfying. As I said earlier, back-to-back wins in the Premier League at any stage of the season is something to be happy about. We need to um, recover now and go again for, for, for the weekend, but we've got an EFL game in, in, in between. So, But we're happy, good start. Pre-season has been challenging, so it's important to get off the marks, important to get points on the board, and then we have to try and improve. Away now from football. And at Lords, the first ever 100 finals day took place. The Oval Invincibles took on the Southern Brave in the women's game before the Southern Braves men faced off against the Birmingham Phoenix. It sounds like I'm talking about basketball size. Let's find out what happened. Sam Ellard was there for TalkSport. What a finals day, the home of cricket, as the first summer of the 100 has come to an end. The first match was the women's final and it was won by the Oval Invincibles. They batted first against the Southern Brave and they posted 121 for six. And with the ball, they were quite simply fantastic. Early on, the Brave were one for two, then 11 for five. In the end, they were bowled out for 73 as the Oval Invincibles won by 48. We then went on to the men's match. That was won by the Southern Brave, beating the Birmingham Phoenix by 32 runs. The Brave batted first and they posted 168 runs from their 100 balls. Paul Sterling got them off to a flyer. He smashed 
cracked 61 from 36. Ross Whiteley finished off the innings in style. He made 44 from 19 in response to Birmingham Phoenix off to a terrible start. Both openers out cheaply. That then brought England stars Moen Ali and Liam Livingston to the crease. Livingston in particular looked in good touch. He made 46 from 19. Moen Ali 36 from 30. But both plays were out in quick succession and that really ended any genuine hope of the Phoenix getting up to the target of 169 in the end from their 100 balls they made 136 for 5 meaning the Southern Brave they won the men's final by 32 runs the debates about the men's 100 will continue but for the women's game the last four weeks have been a brilliant advert for just how good the game is some people don't want it some people don't like it but we have been treated to four weeks of highly entertaining cricket and in the end the Oval Invincibles women's are the 100 champions and in the men's side it was won by the Southern Brave. That's it. Thanks for listening on TalkSport Apple, where we get your podcasts from. I don't really care as long as you're listening. Don't, of course, forget to press that subscribe button. I am back on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, tomorrow night from 10pm, taking your calls with the fun boy after West Ham play Leicester. Oh, Premier League football on a Monday night. Love it. Then, of course, obviously, from Tuesday to Friday, I am your regular drive time host from 4pm, alongside Goffey for the first two days, and then Benty for the last two. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to it. I don't care. Just do it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.